calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Selling your car on Cars.com is so easy. It's like the dealer is in your own backyard. It's all done in three simple steps. One. Enter your car's details to get the best offer instantly. Two, confirm with a local dealer. And three, receive a check on the spot or use the value to trade in your car. Cars.com is magical. Click or tap to sell your car on Cars.com today. Hey, everybody. This is Jordan Lopez, voice of McKenna. Both of them. I want to thank all the supporters on Patreon who have made Season 2 possible. (laughs) Without your help, we wouldn't have been able to make the next 22 episodes. If we continue to gain support, we can even make a third season. If you'd like to join our supporters, head to patreon.com slash hidden people podcast. Thank you and enjoy season two. Hidden people contains mature language, content, and themes. Please listen with care. This is Madison Kepler coming to you live with breaking news. Authorities have apprehended the escaped suspect in the brutal double homicide case that stunned the small town of Conley. Chief McElveen of the Conley Police has confirmed that they have taken the suspected killer into custody without incident. Now, this development comes just a day after the suspect escaped from a holding cell in the Conley Police Station. And complicating matters between the initial arrest and the escape the lead detective on the case, Samantha Mulligan, suddenly resigned. Sources close to the Conley police say that the suspected killer is none other than McKenna Thorne, the only daughter of the two victims. Chief McElveen declined to confirm or deny this report, but did say he would hold a press conference soon to provide 
Hold, hold on, everyone. I'm, I'm getting another breaking news alert. This also coming out of Conley. The St. Patrick's Church in Conley has apparently collapsed. We have a graphic of the tower here as it once stood. The bell tower was a very recognizable feature. Rescue crews on scene say the damage is very extensive. One person has already been found in the rubble. Now, so far, we only know that they have been life-lighted to the hospital in critical condition. Authorities say that if anyone else was in the church when it collapsed, they are unlikely to have survived. Now, we have a camera crew en route to the scene, and Skycam 5 should be providing us an aerial view within just a few minutes. As you can see from this photo of the tower, it's a tall stone structure with a very large iron bell. And we can only hope that no one else was in the church at the time of the collapse. Time goes by, but nothing seems to change. Like passers-by, these streets all look the same. Can we make sense of it, a life that Dayton Writers Movement presents The Hidden People, starring Jordan Lopez, Stephen Gogol, Sean Gunther, Xander Hildenbrandt, Emily Kallenberg, Stephen Kallenberg, and Luna Madison. Season 2, Episode 1, Initiative, written by Chris Burnside, directed by Chris and Megan Burnside, also starring Sarah Amar, David Kellner, Keely Lovern, and Libby Scancarello. So she was a halfling all along. <laughs> yes. Liliana's half-breed child. What a complete surprise. Well, I trust you now see the importance of this story being told in its entirety. Hmm, indeed. A halfling brought about the end of your magister. Fitting, wouldn't you say? The Seelie versus the Unseelie? The Seelie court is dead. One halfling does not change that. Mm-hmm. Well, don't be so sure, Alder Neve. So far, the court has learned about two halflings it didn't know existed. But we all know now, and the trial shall commence with additional charges. Mm. As if you weren't going to kill her already. The court thanks you for the opportunity to learn from your story. After the trial, we can move forward with your... Why do you assume the story is over, Alder? Have we caught up yet? You... you intend to tell the entire story up until this very moment? Well, just until the beginning of this little song and dance. But we know the rest of what happened. Oh, do you? She managed to keep her nature hidden from the court the entire time. What other secrets do you think she brought with her? Will it be much longer? I'm not sure the court needs to hear every detail of what has happened since. Oh, you'll want to hear the rest, I assure you. Then by all means, regale us with the rest of your riveting tale. Patient is completely unresponsive. Severe head trauma. Possible skull fracture. No other visible injuries. Hey, can you hear me? Try squeezing my hand. Can you open your eyes? Still unresponsive. 
pupils fixed and dilated, becoming more hypertensive with possible increased intracranial pressure. Call neurosurgery to the ER stat. This one's in really bad shape. Hang in there, man. We're almost there. Faster. They have to be careful, Thomas. I should go tell them to work faster. If you go past that perimeter one more time, they're going to arrest you. My sister is in there, Sam. Keep your voice down. Your sister is on her way to jail, remember? You know what I mean. No way is she still in there. She teleported out. How can you be sure? Because, because the alternative is that she is still in there. And that's not good. She isn't dead, Sam. Thomas. No, I would know it. I would. She's alive. I can feel it. Okay. So that means she teleported out. That's the only way she survived. What about Nyssa? Maybe they both teleported out. Alfie didn't. Nyssa and Mc... Nyssa and you-know-who were probably together. Alfie ran in after them. And on that note, we should go to the hospital. We've been here for hours. I'm not leaving this spot. Don't be irrational. Rational left the building days ago. Hear me out. Look at the possible scenarios. If she poofed out of there, she can't exactly come back here to meet us. First responders are everywhere. She can't be seen in this town ever again, since everyone here thinks she's in jail. If she's still in the rubble, she's... She's not dead. Okay. But if she is still in there alive, they'll take her to the same hospital. Where Alfie is. Where we should be. And if she got out, she can't come here. So where would she go? To the hospital. Where Alfie is. Where we should be. Hey, great idea. I just feel like I should stay here. If nothing else, maybe Alfie saw something in there. Maybe he knows what happened to them. Okay, okay. Let's go. (laughs) Thomas Thorne, ever the optimist. Samantha Mulligan, ever the pragmatist. What is it they say about opposites? Ah, yes, they cannot coexist in the same space. And as for Thomas's missing sister, dropping an entire bell tower on her, might or might not kill a halfling, but if you think that this is the last time everything falls apart around her, well, you clearly don't know McKenna Thorne. Dr. Garfield, is that... Oh. Hi, Mrs. O'Toole. Thomas Thorne. What are you doing here? We came to check on Alfie. How is he? And who is this? Sam Mulligan. Nice to meet you. You're the detective who quit, aren't you? Which makes me not a detective anymore. You shouldn't be here. It's only supposed to be family. Garrett is on a plane back from Helsinki, or he'd already be here. How is Alfie doing? You're not leaving, are you? 
At least tell us what the doctor said first. Come in. The head trauma is very bad. They reduce the swelling of his brain, but they're not sure if he will ever wake up. And if he does, they say he won't, well, it won't really be him anymore. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. Well, it's not your fault, is it? Look, Thomas, you know I feel bad for what happened to your parents. I said as much at the funeral. I want you to know that I don't blame you for any of this. Uh... Okay. You can't help it that your sister is a psychopath who manipulated my son, (sighs) along with his trashy manager. Manager? You mean Nissa? You do know that they're best friends, right? She's not just his boss. Boss? She practically brainwashed my son into a cult. Uh, Mrs. O'Toole... Amelia. You're an adult now. Call me Amelia. Okay. Amelia. I understand how it feels right now. You looking for someone to blame for this? I don't need to go looking. I already know who's responsible. Nissa didn't make the church collapse on him. Oh, and why was he in that part of town? That church is right by that roach motel of an apartment she lives in. Is it a coincidence they just re-arrested your sister at nearly the same time? None of that has anything to do with a building collapsing. He shouldn't have been there. He shouldn't ever be in that part of town at night. He should be working at his father's company, making something of himself. (laughs) Sam, I think maybe we should go. Let Mrs. O'Toole... Amelia, spend some time with Alfie. I always liked you, Thomas. Your parents, too. I don't believe that one bad apple ruins the bunch. You know what? Come on, Sam. I just want one more. Thomas, some think that... Mrs. O'Toole. Hello there. Do we know each other? I'm a friend of Alfie's. Oh, my. I didn't realize he had a friend. You're very pretty. What's your name? I'm Shaylee, but it's not like that. I'm just friends with Alfie and Nissa. Ixnay on the Isanay. Oh, I see. Well, in that case, Thomas and... This former detective were just leaving so I could spend more time with my son, alone. She's kicking you out? It was my idea. She deserves some privacy. Yeah, she's kicking us out. Mrs. O'Toole, we just want to make sure... (sighs) Fuck it. Who is he? It's not good. He's comatose. Sounds like significant brain damage. Oh no. Anissa? Anissa? No word yet. It's been hours. Excuse me, what is going on here? What does that girl have to do with this? This is a grown woman, not a girl. Is she for real? I keep asking myself that. This is a difficult time for her. Let's let's step outside, okay? Sorry, Amelia. Hmm. McKenna's not contacted you at all. No word. What happened? No one called, so I checked the hospitals. I'm sorry. I didn't even think to call. Do you know about... about McKenna? About what she is? What she is? What do you mean? What do you know? Did she get away from the Magister? The Magister came after her? They fought. We don't know anything about that. We dropped the other McKenna off with Bron. Then Alfie called us from the church and we met him there. There was a big explosion in the bell tower. 
Alfie ran in shouting for Mac and Nissa, and then it collapsed on him. They were in the tower? And it exploded? Pretty much. Did they escape? We don't know. The rescue crews are still searching the wreckage. If they'd stepped out of there, they would have contacted us by now. I know. We were hoping Alfie might know something. But we're not sure if he's even going to wake up. It's brain damage? Something like that. It's possible that he's still in there, but that his brain is too damaged for him to get out, to get control of his body. Are you a neurologist too? Is there anything you don't do? What I don't do is sit around waiting and hoping. I have an idea. I know a bloke who knows a bloke who knows a... druid. They have ways of going in and retrieving a person from their own mind. Uh, maybe we should let the doctors try first? The doctors who so astutely assessed state as comatose? But have we reached the crazy, desperate magic stage yet? We need to find out what happened to McKenna. The Magister could be hunting her right now, could have her. If Alfie knows something, we need to know it too. Okay. What do you need from us? Get rid of his mum and draw a circle on the floor in his room. It has to be... Perfect. We know. When you say to get rid of his mom... Uh, I'm not comfortable kicking out a creeping mother. I know it might seem like she was being mean and rude, but she might lose her son. No one is going to be polite in the face of that. None of us would. I know her kind. She was asleep when she got the call, barely had time to put on any makeup. She'll be dying to get home to change and make herself more presentable. When that happens, call me. I'll get what I need and wait for you. Thank you, Shaylee. Don't thank me yet. This has to work first. Shaylee, it's Thomas. Alfie's mom left, so we're in the clear. I will never get used to seeing that. Did you get what you needed? I, I already mixed everything together. We just need to light it and breathe it in. We're just getting high, aren't we? I'm told this experience will be markedly different. Uh, won't the hospital staff smell something burning? Good idea. Stuff a towel under the door. Are we sure this is a good idea? What if someone comes in to check on him? Or if we set off the sprinkler system? The journey to find Alfie might feel like it takes us a long time, but it's only our minds going in. So it will only be minutes in reality. We're seriously going into his mind? Aye. Prepare yourselves. No telling what we'll find there. Alfie will probably be locked away, hidden from us. We'll need to search through all manner of chaos to find him. This isn't going to be easy. Hey, guys. <laughs> or perhaps not quite so difficult. Alfie, I'm so glad you're here. You need to come with us. We're going to bring you back. <laughs> we can't go yet. What do you mean? The campaign isn't over. Campaign? Shite. You have to earn the loot, people. A good DM doesn't just give out experience points for showing up. Um, where did that table come from? Sit down. Uh, take these. What are they? I pre-generated your characters so we can get right into the game. These are your character sheets, and pencils to record notes. Estella the Tieflin Bard? 
I do not understand what is on this paper. Attributes, skills, alignment. I think I understand. Alfie wants us to play a role-playing game with him. Ew. Alfie's mind is a role-playing game? Of course Alfie's mind is a role-playing game. This is ridiculous. No, it actually makes a lot of sense. This Alfie in front of us is only part of Alfie. This is our quest to find the rest of him. Precisely. What the hell is a tiefling bard? Well, that's you. That's the character he made for you. Estella the tiefling bard. It might represent how he sees you. A tiefling is part devil and part human. A bard is like an inspiring musician. I am not part devil. No, 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 uh, of course not. Uh, Maybe it's a metaphor? See, I'm playing Morgard, a dwarf paladin. They're like virtuous knights. Of course, that's what he'd give you. What else does this sheet say about my character? Well, these are your attributes. See, you have a high charisma and dexterity, so you're charming and agile. How do you know all this? I played some Dungeons and Dragons with McKenna, Alfie, and Nyssa before. He was always trying to get them to play, and sometimes I joined in. I sort of played once with them too. I didn't really get it then. Alfie didn't explain it to me so much as argue with Nyssa a lot. I was also preoccupied because I was... Well, still in recon mode at the time. This is so stupid. I'm not doing this. Uh, why? What's your character? Griselda the Half-Orc Barbarian. My intelligence and charisma are both five. That seems low. That's... Yeah, that's really low. I am charming as fuck, thank you very much. Uh, you must play your character, Sam. No metagaming. I am not playing Griselda the Dumb. Sam, we need to play his game. Honestly, of all the ways his subconscious could have manifested as a world, role-playing seems pretty tame. Ahem. <clears throat> your quest has led your band of rugged adventurers to the mythical land of Alfheim. Alfheim? Really? It's a real place. Well, in Norse mythology, it's a real place. Alfheim is the realm where the light elves dwell. Uh, basically, it's fairyland. I'm thinking the symbolism in this adventure isn't going to be hard to decipher. A tiny winged sprite guards the way in. She wears armor and wields a massive sword the size of, well, herself. Mortals cannot pass into Alfheim unless bidden by the gods. <laughs> is that supposed to be the sprite talking? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we need to convince it to let us in. How? We talk to it. Okay. Yeah. But how do we do that? Just talk as your character. It's like playing make-believe. Oh, beautiful and magic sprite guardian. We beseech uh, uh, thee. Remember, Sam, you need to play your character. You can't talk as Sam. You're Griselda. I cannot believe this. Me, Griselda. Me, barbarian. Let me into Alfheim or me smash sprite with battle axe. <laughs> Great. Now roll a persuasion check. Huh? Whoa. Jesus, those are enormous dice. A nine. Not great, but not bad. Now add your persuasion modifier. It's in the skills section. My persuasion is negative three. This game is stupid. The sprite looks angry at being threatened. Her grip tightens on her sword. Morgard steps forward. Forgive my companion, noble sprite. We seek passage into Alfheim to find our missing friend. His name is Alfie. There is no Alfie in Alfheim. Can I make a persuasion roll? My persuasion is plus 12. You can, but you have to tell us what you want to say. Why? It's part of the game. But it didn't matter what Sam said. You just used the roll to determine it. Shaylee, that's how the game works. You aren't allowed to metagame. Fine. Let us in. 
Can I roll now? Could you perhaps roll the two-ton dice a little further away from us? Fifteen? That's a total of twenty-seven. Great job. Your smooth talking convinces the sprite, and she happily allows you entry into Alfheim. Is this how actual role-playing is played? I mean, pretty much. As you prepare to enter, the sprite has a final word of warning. Beware, adventurers. Your time is short. The blight encroaches further by the minute. She points to the horizon, where you see a crackling black void slowly eating its way closer. That does not look good. I'm gonna go out on a limb and guess that the blight is the brain damage closing in on what's left of Alfie. We'll have to hurry then. For Alfie's sake, and for McKenna and Nyssa. Come on. A great forest glowing with red and yellow leaves stands before you. Paths lead to the north and to the south. So we have to choose which path to take? Looks that way. How do we tell the difference? Alfie, are the paths different from each other? Uh, how so? Like, has one seen more traffic than another? Maybe different sorts of tracks? Mm, Those feel like detective questions. Griselda wouldn't ask that. (sighs) Can you just tell me what Griselda sees? Griselda squints at the paths, but a pretty leaf catches her eye. Ooh, pretty leaf. I think I'm fine leaving Alfie brain damaged. (laughs) Morgard examines the paths to see if there are any differences. Good choice. Are you fucking kidding me? Morgard's perception check is good. He notices that all the traffic takes the north path. The south path is untouched, almost as if no one dares go there. Sounds like we're going south. You follow the path southward. As you walk, you see a small, pathetic goblin dart across the path and hide behind a bush. It looks like it's running from something. I can probably use my charm to- Griselda stomps over to the bush and picks up the goblin by the scruff. The goblin squeals. You see that it is clutching something in its hand. What are you hiding from? Constable Chase and poor Pick! Pick hiding from Constable! Why Constable Chase? What Pick do? Morgard looks at what Pick is holding. It appears to be a silver spoon engraved with a heart. Pick, did you steal this spoon? story. It's a pretty basic moral dilemma, I think. I've played games like this before. You hear men in armor close by. That's probably the constable. I suppose now we have to decide what to do with Pick? He did steal this. Morgard wouldn't like theft. But he's just a poor little goblin. He has no one. Spoons never come singly. Whoever he stole it from certainly has more. Let him keep it. Does Griselda have an opinion before the constable sees you? Uh, I don't know. I'm still thinking. Griselda lets Pick hide in the bush. The constable approaches. Hail, travelers. Have you seen a sniveling little goblin roaming around? Goes by the name Cherbuk. He is a thief and must be dealt with. Constable, me has- I didn't ask you, filthy half-orc. Oh, that's it. Can I kill them? That would go against Morgard's code. How about we compromise and only Griselda and Estella kill them? Mm-hmm. Okay, I get it. Don't kill anyone. Just let the goblin hide. There's no one here by the name of Cherbuk, but we did see a goblin back down that path near the sprite. Thank you, ma'am. The constable and his men leave. Pick sneaks out, thanks you, and darts off. 
How close is the Blight, Elfie? Getting a lot closer now. We can't waste time. Let's go. Shortly up ahead, you see a man approaching on horseback. He carries a lute and wears brightly colored clothes. Morgard approaches the man. Hello! We are in need of your help. I will help you if I can. I am Leif Comacree, the most famous minstrel in all the land. Well met, Leif. I am Morgard the Paladin. This is Griselda the Barbarian and Estella the Bard. We seek a man named Alfie. I've never heard of an Alfie. I'm sorry. Did you say Estella is a bard? Hello, Leaf. Yes, I'm a bard. I've always wanted to be a bard. You go on adventures, rescue the princesses, fight the dragons. It sounds wondrous. I suppose it's pretty cool. I can pack a tavern and entertain the largest crowds, but I've never fought the villain and saved the day. I'll never be a hero. Nonsense. You underestimate the importance of entertainment, Leaf. You ease the burdens of adventurers and commoners alike. You bring joy and enrich their lives. Is that not also heroic? I suppose you're right. Thank you, Estella. If you travel further down this road, you will find the answers to your questions. Uh, Leaf departs from you. This all feels weird. It's not that weird if you've played games like this before. Come on, we don't have much time. It just feels like there's more going on than random encounters. You continue until night begins to fall. Ahead, you spot a light flickering in the window of a small, isolated hut. A witch, I'm calling it. I don't trust hags anymore, but I'm biased on account of one tried to have me killed. Just one? So far. How close is the blight now? Very close now. You can't see much of the path behind you anymore. What are you going to do? We have to knock on the door of the hut. It's clearly here for a reason. Thomas, you're metagaming. Don't use Thomas' knowledge to influence what Morgard does. Do you want us to knock on the door of the hut or not? What I want doesn't matter. But, yeah, that would be nice. If we skip it, you'll just come up with another way to get us the information, won't you? So, you're knocking on the door? Sure. Roselda knocks. Greetings, weary travelers. I am Fred, a hermit to the southern woods of Alfheim. Fred? I think Alfie ran out of clever names. <laughs> Hail, Fred. We adventurers are questing after our lost friend, Alfie. I don't know any Alfie. The only thing that lives beyond here is the dark troll, Daggerclaw. Tell us of Daggerclaw. Come into my home and have a seat. The hut is cozy. A fire crackles and the furniture and other accents are all leather. You assume that the old man is a tanner by trade. We sit down. Fred, please tell us what you know. Legend states that Daggerclaw was once a kind troll, but somewhere in his life, he betrayed his friends. They shunned him, and now he lives alone, eating anyone and anything foolish enough to come too close. Sounds like a villain. I have a whole section on this character sheet talking about combat. I assume we're supposed to fight an evil troll? Typically, the trolls are enemies, yes. And combat is pretty inevitable in these kinds of games. Thomas. <sighs> Metagaming, right? Sorry. Where can we find Daggerclaw? He dwells deep in the cave on the cliffside. It is a very dangerous place. Many adventurers have perished along the way. How do we know Fred is telling us the truth? Do you doubt him? Something seems off about this. He was thinking the same thing. What do you mean? Why would a tanner live all the way out here alone? 
Wouldn't you do something more practical? Who is buying the hides he tans? Remember that Griselda is not a detective. Estella realizes all the things Sam just said, because her intelligence is 15. My character is worthless. Estella is right. It is weird that the tanner lives out here all alone. Morgard looks around the room. Is there anything weird here? Something seems off about the chair you're sitting in. Shite. What's wrong? Estella examines the leather. It's human, isn't it? It appears to be. I don't think Fred is Fred. Fred is Daggerclaw. Fred stands and transforms, morphing from a decrepit old man into a towering dark troll. He bursts through the ceiling and smashes down the walls around him until you're all basically standing outside. Roll for initiative. Okay, so Griselda acts first, then Estella, then Morgard. I think we've finally reached the part of the story where Griselda is useful. I attack the troll. Griselda lunges with her battle axe, but the troll easily steps out of the way. Isn't he like 20 feet tall? Yeah. How could I miss that? My attack is plus 14. You rolled badly. Estella casts a sleep spell. You can do that? See, it's here on the sheet under special abilities. You have six spells! My only special abilities are foul odor and really pissy. (sighs) The spell fails to affect the troll. Fickin' trolls! Morgard uses his divine radiance. Unfortunately, you didn't roll well enough to call upon your god's favor. What? The troll winds up and slashes with its claws. A critical hit on Griselda! She suffers a mortal blow from the razor-sharp troll claws. She takes 36 points of damage and falls prone. This is impossible. We can't even hit it and I'm already dying. This isn't right. Tell me about it. No, we're too caught up in the game being a game. Look past that. This has to mean something more than a game. Daggerclaw the troll betrayed his friends and was banished. Does that mean anything? Even before that. Think about what's happened so far. Pick the goblin, stealing a silver spoon with a heart on it. What did the constable call him? Cherbook. Pick... Cherbook? Picture... Picture book? That wasn't just a goblin. It was Alfie's jealousy of his brother. Representing Amelia with a silver spoon is pretty perfect, actually. Good symbolism, Alfie. What about Leaf the Minstrel? Leaf Comicry. Comic Relief? That's Alfie's sense of worthlessness. He's not a hero, he's just the Comic Relief. But we helped each of them. Made him realize his brother just needs more attention since he's little. And showed him that being the Comic Relief has value. So why is he still killing us? Because we didn't solve it all. We didn't solve Fred. I don't think Fred is Daggerclaw. I think Daggerclaw is Fred. Fred? Wait, like, Alfred? So the troll isn't guarding Alfie. It is Alfie. Alfie thinks he betrayed his friends, left them to die, and now he's banished himself here. He blames himself for what happened. Guys, Griselda's currently dying, so it's Estella's turn. You have to decide what to do, Shaylee. The troll is gearing up for another strike. What do we do? We can't fight him. He's rigging the dice rolls, continuing to torment himself. You need to decide, or you'll forfeit your turn to Morgard. I have an idea. Five. Uh, hey, what happens to us in real life if we die in Alfie's mind? Four. I said I have an idea. Three. I mean, that's cute and all, given that you're not the one dying Two. right now. What's your plan? Delay your turn until after me. One. I delay my turn until after Morgard. I'm not Morgard. 
What are you doing? Metagaming. What are you doing? You can't change your character sheet. I'm only changing my name. Isn't that something I get to decide? Oh, I, I guess so. What are you changing? Oh, Thomas. Fred. Fred I am not, not Morgard. I am Nissa Sif's daughter, paladin, music store manager, and friend to Alfie. What are you doing, Thomas? I am not Thomas. I am Nissa. Fred, we know that you blame yourself for what happened, but I'm not lost to you. You never betrayed me. Miss, I forgive you for your bad jokes and for that time with the fried chicken. But the, the tower, I, I couldn't save you. You think you needed to save me? Uh, excuse me. A woman can save herself without help from a man. He's really good at playing Nissa. He's known her a long time. She was always like that. You should meet her mom. Fred. Alfie. Everything is going to be okay now. We're together. We will always be together. Come with us now. We need to get back. But... I'm not sure. We need to help Mac. She needs us right now. I need you right now. Please. I know I can count on you. Okay, Miss. I'm coming. Feels super lightheaded. Oh, that was trippy. Uh, guys? Alfie? Are you okay? Are you. you? I'm me, I think. Am I me? How do I know if I'm me? <laughs> it's him. <laughs> this is incredible. We brought you back. You did? I don't really remember what happened. Do you remember the bell tower? What happened in there? Did you see McKenna and Nissa? I remember everything falling, but I don't think I ever saw them. So we still don't know if they made it out. I have to go. Yeah, we should probably clean up this incense before someone- Did she just leave? Uh, yeah. Uh, hey, the, uh, the TV. You wanna watch TV? No, it's on. Turn it up. Madison Kepler reporting live on the scene at the collapse of St. Patrick's Church in Conley. Rescue crews have finished going through the wreckage. Now, fortunately, no one else was found. I'm being told that the previous survivor is now officially the only person who was inside the church when it collapsed. No one else but me. So that means McKenna and Nissa got out. But where are they? Why haven't they come back yet? Yes, Thomas. Why not? Where could they have possibly gone that would hold them, prevent them from leaving? What place in between could they be?
Welcome, Shaylee. I am Neve, an alder of the Unseelie Court. What am I doing here? How did you- Summon you? Only the Magister could do that. The Magister is dead, as is Liliana. Dead? How? That is what we would like to know. I don't work for you. If he's dead, I don't work for anyone. Then leave, if you think you can. No? Not so easy to walk out? What are you doing? Why can't I leave? You are mistaken, Shaylee. Your contract was not with the Magister. You worked for the Unseelie Court, which means that now you work for me. Powerful is the Cox Network. So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Selling your car on Cars.com is so easy. It's like the dealer is in your own backyard. It's all done in three simple steps. One, enter your car's details to get the best offer instantly. Two, confirm with a local dealer. And three, receive a check on the spot or use the value to trade in your car. Cars.com is magical. Click or tap to sell your car on Cars.com today. Dayton Riders Movement presents... The Hidden People. Executive producers Chris Burnside and Megan Burnside. Producers Alexa Fett Fisher, Xander Hildebrandt, Emily Kallenberg, Stephen Kallenberg, and Jordan Lopez. Lead writer Chris Burnside. Script editor Alexa Fett Fisher. Sound design, score, and original music by Catherine Seaton. Sound engineer Colin Susich. Theme song by Catherine Seaton and Michael Yates. For more of the Hidden People, visit our website at hiddenpeoplepodcast.com. Hi everyone, Chris and Megan Burnside here. We are the creators of the Hidden People. We're always working on at least two Dayton Writers Movement shows. So unlike Thomas Thorne, we don't have the time to shop, prep, and cook healthy and delicious meals. That's where Green Chef comes in. They deliver everything we need to cook and eat clean meals. Green Chef recipes are chef-crafted, nutritionist-approved, and packed with clean ingredients that support a healthy lifestyle. Green Chef's culinary menu of meals is full of diverse options each week. You can choose from 80-plus flavor-packed options and easily customize your plans to suit your lifestyle with preferences like keto, plant-based, Mediterranean, quick and easy, protein-packed, and gluten-free. You can even mix and match meals and flavors from different categories. You know which meal I really liked? The pork? Yep. The pork filet over cheesy cauliflower mash. The recipe was simple to follow, and we were really impressed with the ingredients from the farm-fresh produce, quality cheeses, and premium pork. In under 30 minutes, we had a delicious meal that Thomas would put his stamp of approval on. If you're interested in testing out Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well, 
Go to greenchef.com slash hiddenpeople50 and use code hiddenpeople50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months. Again, go to greenchef.com slash hiddenpeople50 and use the code hiddenpeople50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.